Hello and welcome to Game On Girl, the podcast where we talk about gender and game culture. I'm your host, Regina McMenemy. And I'm your co-host, Rhonda Oglesby. And for one of our last episodes of the year, we decided to take it to the listeners. And we wanted to ask you guys a really important question for game culture and how you approach gaming. So we prodded on Twitter and on Facebook, what is your golden rule of gaming? And from that, we're going to put together a list of the Ten Commandments of Gaming. And I should give a shout out to a listener, actually, um, full fan of podcasts on Twitter, was the one who inspired this question. He actually sent me an email about it um, probably a couple of months ago. And we wanted to give it some really good time and talking about. So thanks to him yeah. for the question. Because this is yeah. it's really a great question, a great topic. Yeah, because I mean, everybody, I mean, that we talk to um, or that are our friends, we've got so many that are gamers, everyone has an opinion about it. Absolutely. There's, you know, nobody was like, well, I don't really know. Like, I don't think about, you Mm -hmm. know, how people should act as they game. Like everybody, you know, immediately off the top of their head will come up with something and sometimes have some modifications or some additions to sort of their gut reaction or their initial reaction. But really, it's something that everybody's sort of thought about and considered at some point in time. And it's just another sign about the sociability the the importance of relations in the community. So. Yeah, absolutely. You know, as we say it a lot, and and I think people are still learning how social gaming is. It really is something that takes multiple people and you know interaction, and there's a lot of socialness that goes on in gaming. Yeah, and sometimes that can be taken advantage of for some reason. Um, Rudy C at Just Cause on Twitter said. Don't kill your teammates unless they provoke you first. And I thought, I thought at first Rudy was being ironic, but uh, you followed up with some additional questions, and apparently that's not the case. No, no, it wasn't the case at all. He'd actually had multiple interactions where somebody on his team had killed him. (laughs) Yeah, see, that just doesn't make any sense to me. I don't even know without further context understanding that but if you're in a game that's a team game then why would you you don't you shouldn't play as an individual right exactly you you should be interacting with everybody and and helping support your your team and it it sort of takes that competitive nature i mean you know i i i have to admit that i'm competitive i i you know i go for the kill um sometimes and and when i get really good at the game sometimes i can um i i can get pretty ruthless cough cough small world um <laughs> but i you know i would never in a situation where i'm trying to play like if i was trying to play pandemic which is a team game that you all have to work together you don't want to go into an environment like that and play for yourself and screw everybody else because then you don't win the game anyway. Yeah, the, you, you really don't get any benefit from that because if, if you're not cooperating, you're working against the the dynamic, the actual strategy that wins the game. Exactly. And then you have your outcome is is what you lose the game or your team loses. If you're playing in a situation like if this is a pickup group and say a first person shooter on Xbox, on you know Call of Duty or something like that, and you jump into a group situation, you're playing with people you don't know, that you're still supposed to be playing together as a team. Yeah, and we, we got a few comments like that. Um, Amy at Vitamin Amy 
kind of said about the same thing. She said, respect your fellow gamers, no matter what they play. No one likes an elitist prick. Yeah, exactly. You know, everybody wants to get along. Well, at least, well, I shouldn't say everybody wants to get along because clearly Rudy's situation <laughs> with people who don't really want to get along <laughs> with other gamers and other people. Yeah. So, you know, in, in the best circumstances, in the best situation, you should go in and, and respect everybody that you're playing with. And that way everybody can have a, really have a good time as opposed to you know, compromising, having fun to, to just beat up on somebody that you're supposed to be playing with. Well, and th- this sort of sounds like a community comment as well, because that, I mean, it's true within the community, there are people that just don't take some gamer seriously at all. Exactly. And, and, you know, cut them out or, or if they perceive them as having uh, less skill than them, then, you know, they'll call them a noob or, uh, something else to that effect. There's actually a meme that went around that was um, uh, saying something to the effect of, if somebody's not as good as you are, they're a noob, and if they're better than you are, they have no life. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> which is, is kind of interesting, uh, you know, binary, which I'm not particularly fond of binaries, but it is an interesting observation to make in terms of how we look at how other people play. And if you're going to be respectful and if you want to actually engage and have a community, then what you should be doing is the person who doesn't have as much skill as you should be helping them out. And the person who has more skill than you, you should say, hey, how can I get better? And, you know, open up a dialogue. I did that a couple of times and wow, actually, I stopped a couple of other people who are similar uh, builds to me and said, okay, how are you doing this to get this kind of DPS? Because I want to be able to do something. So, mm, yeah, yeah. And people are always willing and open to talk about it and, you know, give you advice and, and such, even if it's something that doesn't really work for you, at least then you have an idea of what they're doing. Well, and we, we kind of have to acknowledge the fact that it does not matter what community you're in, you're going to have elitist and you're going to have people causing trouble, whether it's your office community or your gym community or whatever that this kind of just naturally happens which is just totally confusing and and i think we're gonna actually have a show on it next year when we're talking about specifically girl on girl hate right exactly and and bullying and it's definitely it's just a a common problem but obviously the people who want to play and have fun (laughs) makes them mad it does because it takes away from you know, the the best of gaming should provide joy. And <laughs> if your teammate is killing you, if somebody's being an elitist prick and treats you like crap, then, you know, it takes away that joy and that pleasure. Yeah. And that's, that's one of the other popular responses is if they had to pick a golden rule, it would be to have fun. Uh, Summer Suzuki at Uzi Suzuki said that and she she even oh you asked her is like why is this so difficult right why, why is this an issue because it's so funny it's like why does this need to be a rule of gaming isn't this the whole reason why we we do this but how many times do you sit down to a board game or uh, an MMO and you either you're not having fun or somebody on the line it just sounds angry or gets pissed off and you're like I don't what did we do? <laughs> Where did this come from and why is this happening? Yeah. And her observation, of course, was that it was it was competitiveness that people get into sort of that that frame of mind to compete with other people. And then that that can tend to ruin the fun. And she also said it can be 
you know, directly game related with the mechanics and the graphics and the storyline can also take you out of the game experience and sort of break your your experience of the game. Yeah, and I think there's there's a difference too that I want to bring up because I've seen this a lot where especially if the games are competitive, they're not not cooperative games where you are abiding by the rules. And there are there are games you can play where you have attacks and you have to have defenses. It's it's not always just a defensive game. Sometimes you can attack the other players to get an advantage. Right. And sometimes other players get mad because you do this. Right. <laughs> and that's that's a fault if the if the game is being played with in good sportsmanship and they're playing the rules, then what's the problem? But it, on the opposite side of that, you also get the people who do those attacks and they are not good sportsmen about it. Right, exactly. They follow the rules, but they're just really ugly about doing it. Right. There, there's, in the, I want to say common courtesy, but, but it has become apparent to me that common courtesy is not very common. <laughs> no. And not just with gamers, but just sort of in society at large, um, you know, people are more likely to be out after their own interests, I think, in kind of like, at least in American or U.S. society right now. You know, there there tends to be sort of this, I'm out for me and I'm out, I'm out to do oh, yeah. what I need to do. And it, it kind of kills that let's all work together and let's play together and let's have fun together when you're like, Oh, I need to be on the top of my kill sheet or, you know, whatever else say, you know, whatever it is that you're getting as an achievement from the game. I need to ruin somebody else's day so I can have this achievement and not them. Yeah. yeah it's exactly right. What you're saying about just in, in general, a, a, a problem culturally, because mm -hmm. it really comes out during Christmas shopping. <laughs> yeah. I know that, that you have got to buy this toy <laughs> and you've got to have it for Christmas, but Look around you. You are not the only poor sucker who is in the store today having to get something. Right, exactly. Um, yeah. Gosh, it drives me I remember nuts. Parking lots, everything. Yeah, I remember as a kid going Christmas shopping. Like, my mom and I used to love to go out on Christmas Eve because people would be in you know, kind of the Christmas spirit and they'd be wishing each other, you know, Merry Christmas and, you know, this and that and sort of somewhat respectful. And I remember it sort of shifting to a point where it's like, oh, my God, I can't even go near a store today. You know, yeah. everybody wants to push and shove and get out of my way and everybody's in a hurry. And these days, everybody's looking at their cell phones or their <laughs> smart. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> it's so much easier to be detached and to pretend that you're the only person. Yeah, there. yeah. It's so it's so easy to 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 break that. Oh, I'm not I'm not the only person. I'm the only person in the store right now because, you know, I, I can I can just focus on this other thing instead of focusing on, you know, who's around me. And I'm one of those people who I will stop and I saw, you know, a woman uh, an elderly woman trying to get some something off one of the top shelves of the grocery store. And I stopped and I asked, I'm like, do you need some help with this? And she's like, oh, that would be great. And, you know, and so I got what she needed for her and handed them to her. And she was so thankful. And it's like, it's such a small thing. But yeah. you know, it does so much for somebody. Anyway, so that's totally tangential. But, you know, we do sort of seem to have this culture that is becoming more and more me based. And that ends up being problematic, I guess, in not just anything, in not just gaming, but in but in a lot of different aspects of life. Well, the the fun theme or uh, the r golden rule has got a lot of facets to it because Michelle W at Miss Michelle W um, 
also talked about it from a different angle. I think that the golden rule ought to be when a game is no longer fun to play, stop playing it. Games are not jobs. Right. Yeah. And 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 this I thought was just kind of funny because um, so much of my professional life revolves around gaming. <laughs> yeah. I know. Yeah. I, I love being able to tell friends I've got to go home and play this game for research. <laughs> exactly. Like I have to get you know this amount of time in on this game because we're going to talk about it, or I need to make sure to go and play because. You know, I, I have had friends email me when my when my Steam profile says I haven't been online for a certain amount of time. I have gotten an email with a screenshot that's like, <clears throat> well, I wonder, though, I mean, what kind of situations are we talking here where someone has played a game and it's no longer fun for them? Why do they keep playing? Well, I think I actually asked Michelle about this because I know that she plays World of Warcraft. And I said, you know, oh, you mean like leading a raid in World of Warcraft or leading a guild? And she said, exactly. It's exactly what I was thinking about. And th there have been lots of people and in interviews, not in some of the interviews that I did, but in other, other research as well, where people are talking about how managing a raid and managing a large competitive raiding guild is you know equivalent to a managerial job where you have to manage mm. schedules because you have to get everybody online at a certain time um you have to get everybody you know dispersed enough so if you have like 20 people that you're trying to get to do a 20 person raid or a 25 person raid you have to get you know those 20 people have to be dispersed across your needs for the raid so you need to have, you know, two people who are tanks and 10 people who are DPS and three healers or whatever it is you're going to do. You have to gather all those people together and make sure it's laid out in the right fashion. Yeah, but that can be a lot of fun. It, it can be a lot of fun as long as um, we go back to some of our, our top rules here where people aren't being competitive and working for their own goals only that when people are still working with the group and and you have enough people you know <laughs> enough people and yeah. time that works that was one of the things in the first raiding guild that I was in that ended up uh, sort of disbanding the group was a bunch of people who are on the the west coast versus the east coast needing to have different times to raid and there were only really enough of us to do one 20 person raid and we couldn't get everybody sorted together to do it so yeah and i would think too that if the game doesn't it stops being enjoyable that also may play into people behaving badly in game if you're not having fun you're gonna have you're gonna have a tendency to uh behave badly exactly you're 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 gonna act out maybe <laughs> and you know that happens when you're depressed or if, if someone's angry or anything like that i mean you have a hard time being soft on the outside exactly you know? when you have all this sort of inner turmoil going on and and difficulty happening it it does sort of leak into the game regardless of what you're what you're trying to do or what your end goal might be yeah we had a couple of other comments that agreed about having fun uh ben at browland one said have fun and know your boundaries gaming should be a fun hobby not a negative force in your life by negative force i mean people who get addicted people who are disrespectful toward others in the game etc right and also furious buddha said um Furious Buddha, Buddha is at Coffee Jamal. Have fun, release stress, 
laugh and play hard. Yeah, these are, you would think, (laughs) we shouldn't necessarily have to be stating these things. (laughs) Yeah, but you've seen a common a common thread about what the community is about. You know, we want to have fun. This is to get away from it all and enjoy ourselves. And just like before, if the game's no longer fun, you may find yourself misbehaving. But if you're having a bad day, you can bring that into the game with you. Right. Right. And you you can, you know, end up maybe by accident being disrespectful or, or, acting in a way that that isn't particularly conducive to to the group or the game that you're playing. And, you know, I've said many, many times on the show that a good form of therapy for me is going into Left for, the, Left for Dead on a bad day with a chainsaw and just having at the zombies, um, yeah. which is, you know, fantastic fun. I but I tend to channel that that annoyance I have into the game and not into who I'm playing with, or at least I try not to. Yeah, not exactly. Because that's what the game should be. You know, if it, it's it's there as um, uh, uh, Kofi Jamal, Furious Buddha said, it's there to release stress. That's part of why we go in and we do what we do as gamers is to help us, you know, sort of, you know, have that escape. Um, then you then you need to to just let it be you know let, let the game have it <laughs> so, spouse or okay. family member or something else. <laughs> so have we asked before about what what makes gaming to the point where it's not fun? Have we talked about that with the listeners? I don't know if we have actually. If we if we have talked about what what ruins a good time? What ruins your game? Like, what ruins a game for you? I thought that we talked about that a little bit because I remember uh, some people talking about um, bad story, bad graphics, bad mechanics. Yeah, but I think that was more like what makes a game ineffective, not playing uh, of yeah, it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, or right. your experience of it socially. You know, what what compromises it socially for you? It's much more, that was much more about, yeah, you know, that's right. We'll have to think about asking about that further because I I think that is what's behind a lot of these. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, I'm actually writing a note about that so we can do a show next next year about that. Well, I've got um, another response. We interviewed uh, gamer Scott a while back, and he mentioned having fun as well. Uh, but he had a couple other really good comments about what the golden rule of gaming should be. It's easy to get caught up in collecting things and rushing through a game sometimes or completing challenges. Some of the more memorable games I've played recently, I played as a content tourist. Grand Theft Auto, Red Dead Redemption, Skyrim are good examples where it can be more fun to take your time and just wander around. That's a great observation, especially about sort of specific uh, genre of game in terms of like the sandbox games where you can go in and just kind of openly play and wander and find and discover yeah it's to me as an artist it's it's a thrill to sit there and explore this world these these developers and designers and concept people have put together and i mean borderlands is the most recent example uh, also playing civilization but to look and like when you can zoom in on civilization and you can see so many details I have so much respect for the developers for doing that. And I want to enjoy all of those aspects, all those cute little things they've thrown in and the extras. 
uh, and you just can take your time. With right. It. There was actually one person who I interviewed, I'm just remembering, who said she liked to play a rogue, um, a stealth rogue, because one of the motivations for her to game was to be able to go into places that weren't weren't the normal places that you go. And she loved that she could go solo into, she was playing World of Warcraft at the time, she could go solo into a dungeon by herself and just explore these tiny little nooks mm. and crannies because she could do it cool. and, you know, subvert all the fighting and, and actually get to look at the graphics because there is that, and I, I catch myself with this too, that push to to get through the game, to get to the end, to, you know, to sort of rush through the experience. I have to stop myself with that with, um, with books that I read as well. I have the same, oh, same tendency yeah. for devouring a good story. I want to devour a good game. And, and so those all kind of end up interacting together for me in terms of pushing and wanting and needing to know how things end. Um, and, and I don't always stop and smell the roses along the way. And so that's a really good observation and something that people might need to sort of pay a little bit more attention to, you know, appreciate where you are and what you're doing. Cause especially when a game is really good and those mechanics are working, you're just like, oh, this is awesome. Let me go, go, go. Yeah. Well, you said it. I mean, when you said, you know, stop and smell the roses at the same time, I mean, we can go to a game and, you know, grab a chainsaw and just start hacking through things and relieve tension, but it's also a great relaxer. I mean, you go in there into a beautiful world like Red Dead Redemption and just ride a horse around. I mean, that can just be meditative. Absolutely. Uh, Just like going to a museum and looking at beautiful art or watching a beautiful film, um, you actually can be a participant in a beautiful fantastical world. Right, you're actually stepping into this space of someone else's creation and, you know, opening yourself up to the possibilities and and all this all this great stuff that they've put together. So, yeah, do do take a look around, you know, use your ability in the games where you can, you know, pan around to look around. I used to do that in World of Warcraft. I used to like to look at the sky sometimes because they did put, you know, yeah. clouds and details and when you're flying on the birds, the tops of the trees and just how beautiful the landscape is as you're in the world. So, yeah, well, stop and smell the roses might need to be one of our. <laughs> yeah, I think that's a really, it, it's the opposite side of the coin. I think that actually Scott brought up that we miss. Right, right. Majority of the time. Um, he also brought up something else new, and that I think is something you really are strong about. He says, getting away from what's familiar. In other words, trying another class in a game that you like or giving a different game genre a try. Yeah, yeah, my golden rule of gaming is try new things because I've fallen into this pattern myself where I go into games and I play the same kind of class and I do the same kind of thing and I have the same kind of experience and it gets to the point where that same kind of thing gets like it's really old. <laughs> yeah, and the the game mechanics now are so wonderful that previously, I mean, I, mostly I think about back during my learning stages, I was more comfortable with a different t- uh, particular type of gameplay. But designers and developers are going s- to such lengths to make, make each type of skill tree and class enjoyable and, mm-hmm. and on an even playing field. Yeah. 
that it really, it just surprises you, I think, to discover some of the skills that you've got that you didn't realize you had by trying some of these other characters. And right. and the other side of that, too, is goes back to uh, a comment I saw earlier on Twitter, and I apologize, I don't remember, I don't remember her name, um, I think it was Vitamin Amy, um, who said, you know, try play games that people recommend, you right. know, if your friends like it, give it, a, give it a try. I mean, it's all for fun anyway. Right. Exactly. And, and, and learning new things and sort of stretching your experience, you know, really should be like the golden rule of life just in general, like, like go and do new things, try new things. Um, but, but definitely needs to be something that you, you know, you might surprise yourself as to what you like or what you enjoy and, and put yourself in a position that maybe you didn't think you would be in just to see how you react in that, that, that should be if part of what we can do, a part of what gaming provides us is mm-hmm. this, this fantasy world where we get to do these other things. Don't just limit yourself to this little, you know, postage stamp of fantasy that you're comfortable with. <laughs> it's, it's 100% safe. Exactly. There's, you know, what what's the risk in, in trying a game that's different, that's new, that, you know, like you, I know, recently, because uh, we've talked about it on the show and you've mentioned it on the website as well, ventured into Civ Five and have um, become... <sighs> Uh, hooked yeah. on it a little bit. <laughs> yeah, it's. I mean, it was a complete shock. Mm-hmm. It just really was. And then that I feel like it's going to open me up to newer ideas of uh, board games to play as well that I would never go near. Exactly. And and I'm in the same sort of situation where I'm trying new strategy games, and I had the same experience with Civ Five. Like, oh wow, this is really fun. And it was a game, like you said, when we talked about it in our review show or our recommendation show. So you look at it and you're like, nah, I don't know. I don't, I don't, I don't know. That doesn't really look like it's going to be fun. And then you get in it and you're like, oh, wow, I can do this and I can do that. And I can do this. And it just, yeah. it just becomes. But a you diff- never know if you don't try. Exactly. I mean, you still may find you, there are games that you're not going to like. And that's, you know, that's cool. Yeah. But exactly. um, especially if, if it's a game like, like he said, if it's a game you already enjoy, try a different class. Exactly. That's, that's. That that like I said for Guild Wars is part of what. Although I'm I'm having I still having trouble playing Guild Wars. I think mostly Guild Wars two because I think I'm just tired of MMOs. <laughs> uh, yeah, and leveling and the grind and all that stuff. I'm just kind of like oh god again. Yeah, <laughs> time for something new. It is time for something new, and unfortunately, like well, not unfortunately, orcs must die too. I'm 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 seriously like somebody said that to me the other day. One of my gaming friends said to me, you know. You sure play that game a lot. <laughs> and I'm like, man, the orcs, the orcs, they got to die. They gotta yeah, die. I have a mission. Uh, yeah, exactly. <laughs> well, what, one of the things that we saw come up quite a bit, and we've, we've got Will Wheaton to think for, think for this, because basically this is a golden rule that, that he espouses, and that is, you know, that everybody kind of said, well, sum it up, just like Will Wheaton said, don't be a dick. Right, right, exactly. That's that, you know, kind of is a golden rule of, 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 as we said, these can, you know, are very applicable to other places in life. But, you know, that pretty much sums up (laughs) the basic idea of, you know, be respectful and have fun and, and all the different things that we're sort of talking about and mentioning. 
um, you know, do it with uh, with integrity. <laughs> Have as much integrity in your online and your gaming interactions with your game group or whoever you play with um, as you would in any other aspect of your life. Well, you did a poll on Facebook as well. I did. And the um, now I have to... Most of these options that you gave them, you provided in the poll, right? Although the top one, the one that got the most votes, I, I didn't actually have as as an option. That was added oh. um, by one of the first commenters, and I can't off the top of my head remember who it was who had added it in. It might have been Beth, but I'm not I'm not sure at this point who, who it was who had added it. But the one that got the most vo- votes was not one that I put up there. <laughs> Yeah, that was have fun and help others do the same. Yeah, yeah. And that got, um, I don't know, we only had like uh, 15 people, I think, respond. And it was like 12 people said have fun and help others do the same. Yeah. And and the rest of the options, except for a couple, um, each got at least just one, about one point. And yeah. it was it was it's interesting because you want to know whether or not they were they were kidding around or, or <laughs> whether or not these are the people that need these golden rules or not. But it was um, win at all costs and crush resistance under your fashionably clad heel. Uh, do unto others as you would have them do unto you. Uh, pick up chicks. <laughs> No cheating and try new games. Right, right. And of course, try new games was mine. Um, I will give a shout out. The pickup chicks was uh, Lunch Journals, who we had on a few episodes. Oh, okay. Now that makes sense. So that makes total sense now that you see that it was uh, yeah. that it was Lunch Journals who added in pickup chicks, um, <laughs> which is, of course, uh, humorous. Uh, maybe? Maybe not. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah, I'm not pretty sure that was a joke. And it was my friend Michael, actually, who put win at all costs and crush the resistance under a Oh, really? Heel. Yeah. Um, and he was joking. I'm, I'm pretty sure he was joking as well, yeah. since we just played Pandemic and won um, a couple weekends ago. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so I think that was that was humorous. I, I do have to give um, a, a little bit of a, a commentary on social networks and Facebook here. Uh, because I'm really disappointed that I don't have more information to share. I had at least three people give really long, uh, detailed, thought-out comments on this question. Uh, But I am unable to get back to those comments on Facebook now. Oh, really? There There was no way. I spent a good hour yesterday trying to figure out how to get back to the comments people had left on the question, and there was no way for me to get back to it. Um, and I'm really, I'm really kind of heartbroken about that because one comment in particular was from my friend Terry, and he had said, he had made a comment about how hard it is to find multiplayer games you can play in the same room with someone on a console, and yeah. which is a theme that we've talked about and is something that's come up in the show. But he was really sort of um, uh, poignant about what he had said in terms of you know the bonding and sort of the experience um, he had had gaming that way, and how he's really sad that unless you have two consoles, it's really difficult to actually have you know, two people in the same room game together. And I really wanted to include his words, not my summation of his words. Yeah. But Facebook, I don't I don't know. I think they might have just disabled the the comments so you can only see the comments you leave on a question now. But I asked the people who I knew who were friends of mine who had left comments on the question to go back and look at it and get me their, their responses if they could. And they couldn't get back to them either. So... 
Uh, well, you know, I'm not a fan of Facebook, so I'm with you, girl. I'm not. Um, I'm not myself, um, and I'm becoming less so as as I progress and trying to promote the podcast through it. I become less and less a fan of Facebook. Um, so, I would like to openly thank my Twitter community and thank Twitter for being an awesome social network because great things happen on Twitter, and they don't mess with the uh, the interface and how you do things on a constant basis. And they don't limit the posts that you put up to a percentage of your audience unless you pay them to promote it to everybody who's liked your page. Yeah. And, oh, you know, we really appreciate our patient and long-suffering listeners on Facebook. We, we're really trying to make that work. Yeah, we really are trying. I really am working on trying to make it as approachable as possible and to get feedback. And we have some great people who comment on a regular basis and a listener who has uh, launched a meetup in um, the Atlanta area to get a group of people together. Um, she's She is looking for a, a group of uh, people to game with and has launched a meetup in, in game on girls name. Um, and so I'd really like to thank, you know, great things do happen. It just, you just have to fight the the social network system to make them happen. Yeah. <laughs> Which is weird. It sounds counterintuitive, but, but is the way that Facebook is working right now. So we yeah. thank you guys for, for your feedback on Facebook. And, and I apologize from now on. Anytime I see a comment on something on Facebook, on one of the questions that I post, I will screenshot it immediately. So I don't lose it. Yeah. If, well, now we talked about your golden rules. You talked about my golden rule is try new things, try new things. boundaries, you know, do, do new things because that's just what you should be doing. So what is your golden rule? Well, I think this is the one I, I landed on. Um, want everyone in the game to have fun more than you want to win. Oh, so to put the gaming experience over um, the competitive need to, to beat or best anybody yeah. you're engaging with. Yeah. And I mean, it's really, it's, it's like some of our listeners said, it, it's just almost impossible to come up with one. And that's a reason why I think it's it's really cool. We're going to work on a, a 10 commandments list because I think we've seen a pattern and getting it from a variety of people, tabletop gamers and MMOs and, and uh, RPG players and stuff. Uh, we're, we're hitting, we're hitting the high points and in, in the, the red buttons that, that people have. Yeah, exactly. And, and I, I think it's really important to consider these questions and to consider why why we game i mean a, a lot of times people don't don't think about okay you make priorities in your life and and you put a list of things together that you're going to do why is it that gaming is one of the things that you do good question yeah, exactly like like what is it why is it that we have these um why do, why do we continue to go back to gaming? And as, as our Facebook poll showed, and as a lot of the feedback we got on Facebook, on the Facebook, on Twitter said as well, you know, people want to have fun and it's an enjoyable experience to game. And um, if we're getting that kind of pleasure out of it, then, you know, hopefully, like you said, you can put the enjoyment of the game above sort of that, that push to win or that need to best somebody. Yeah. And, and for the most part, I mean, the community, if we talk about just gaming, the community itself are, it's a group of people who are used to maybe being made fun of, who aren't taken very seriously. Mm -hmm. If they're identified as a gamer, um, if you use the labels like neek, nerd and geek and neek, that's a new one. Ooh, well, we I like that one, neek. Emily and I actually um, I coined a term that we call each other. We call each other sneaks, S-N-E-E-K 
which is uh, an abbreviation of Sappy Nerdy Geeks. Oh, I like that too. Anyway, but the, uh, it's a, basically a community usually made up mostly of, of those people who understand this kind of bullying and non-acceptance and elitism and stuff. Is And you just wonder, why is it that it happens in that group of people who want it the least right. or victims of it, you know? Right. Yeah, yeah. And and I, I, we actually have... Um, a, a friend of mine is going to do a guest post on the site uh, t- talking about the the whole thing that's come up with like the fake geek girls, like this whole yeah. like girls are sort of faking being geeky to, to I don't know, get guys. I, I don't know. Like, I don't really understand like the, the, the origin of this this idea. But he got really upset and really sort of hurt at this idea that we need to compete and we need to have sort of cred within geek culture. Yeah. We're taking the structures that that oppressed many of us and made us feel like outsiders because we like the things that we liked. We're taking that structure and we're applying it to the culture where it was supposed to be safe, where it was yeah. supposed to be okay to like these things. And um, so, so he's going to write that up. We're going to put that up on the site. But but that idea of we need to sort of embody that. Uh, I don't even know what to call it necessarily that um we need to embody the um the hierarchy maybe <laughs> the hierarchy in the community yeah that that like we we you know you have to have your own gamer cred or you know you have to oh. like my game or you have to play the way that I play or you have to play as well as I do or you're not as good as I am and you're not as good of a person or that kind of thing all of that i think is is problematic for gamers and geeks and and all that we really should try to be open and accepting of everybody who kind of wants to come into the community because that's what that's what we, what we want, right? <laughs> yeah, that, that is what most people say that they <clears throat> define the community as, you know. So, well, we're going to, we're, obviously, we're going to revisit the topic and we will continually be looking for user feedback as everybody thinks about this question and wants to submit their ideas of what should go into the top 10 commandments of gaming. And that's all kinds of gaming. So we'd love to hear from you. You can uh, find ways of giving feedback to us anywhere from Twitter, Facebook, on our blog, or you can email us. We are Game On Girl. I'm the co-host, Rhonda Oglesby, and you can follow me on Twitter at Room. That's R-H-O-R-H-O-O-M. And you can read my tech blog at droolonthefrog.com. You can email me, Rhonda, at gameongirl.com. And I'm your host, Regina McMenemy, or Doc Liz with two Zs, as I'm known on Twitter. I wanted to thank our listeners for their feedback for this episode. Clearly, we couldn't have done it without you. <laughs> Love our listeners. Love them. So, so thankful that you guys are here with us and that you've taken this journey with us this year. Uh, Game on Girl is available on iTunes and Stitcher streaming. Uh, as a note to people who are listening on iTunes, only has like the most recent 20 episodes. If you have missed episodes past those those 20 episodes, you can go to the website GameOnGirl.com and you can either listen to them, you can stream them from the site, or you can get to our our uh, RSS feed there as well and can get all of the episodes from there. So if you've missed any through the year, since we are on episode 42 right now, if you've missed any and you want to go back and 
can check those out, you can you can do that from the website. This podcast is edited and produced by Ryan Broom at Desert Tree Media, and we thank him for his help and contributions to the show. The theme song, Good Day by Triple Fox, is used under a Creative Commons attribution license. Thanks for listening, and until next time, game on! Thank you.